I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And we're we're the House House Dads. Because we're dads who sell houses. But we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians, friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. We're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 3-0. Big 3-0. Made it to the 30. Yeah. I don't know what kind of milestone that means in the podcast world, but it means anything. We did it. I know. I love it. Yeah. So Proud uh, of us. I'm proud of us, too. You know? Hope we keep doing this for another 300,000. 300,000. I'm in on that. Just kidding. But as yeah. long as you'll have us, we'll do yeah. it. Yeah. So. Just keep, keep on uh, giving us the views. We'll keep giving you the show. That's right. But we're happy to bring you another episode. Um, Brandon, I don't know if you saw recently, did you see Steph Curry win that golf tournament? I did. I did. It's but... crazy that, like, I've seen someone say the amount of, like, focus he can give something. If he were to, like, stop playing basketball and get – because he's better than a lot of golfers. Right. Some of his shots are, like, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So if he were to give all of his attention to golf, could he be a professional? Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I was watching uh, – they got a new documentary on Netflix. Uh, quarterback? Quarterback. Yeah. yeah have so you seen it yet? It's all the first episode. So I've watched it. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, incredible Yeah, dude. I didn't know anything. It's really, really cool. I love watching Mariota, too. Uh, Pat Mahomes, my mark of a leader. I'm getting off topic here. Uh, my mark of a leader is post-game press conference. Okay. When you win uh-huh. – in my opinion, the leader talks about how incredible the team did. Yeah, I get you. And then when you lose, the leader talks about what he could have done better. Right. He didn't do that? <sighs> Not so much. Doesn't do that. Huh? I hear a lot about after the wins, uh-huh. him talking about, look what I did. Look what I did. Yeah. Did you see what I did on this play? Did you see what I told him here? And then on the losses, it's we. He's pretty young. I don't love that. Yeah, and that's He's pretty that's, young. Isn't that a weird switch? Uh-huh. Like when we used to look at college athletes, NFL athletes as older than us, and like, oh, I look up. And then it's like, oh, wait. He's a kid. They're not a kid. Yeah, but, but he's younger than most of the people that have accomplished right. what he has. And I think that's probably in his head. He's accomplished so much so oh young. He, if you don't have people around you kind of like yeah. – Holding yeah. you a little. You yeah, know, and he's it. an incredible athlete, and he looks like an incredible dude. But it's just I have that Drew Brees standard of leadership, and that was what Drew would do every time is he would say, if they won, it was because of everybody else. If they lost, it was because of him. Incredible so. player. Um, incredible Kermit the Frog. Voice. Yes, Kermit the Frog. And so Kermit the Frogs. I mean, Pat Mahomes, he has a golf course, like, or excuse me, a, a par three in his backyard. Oh. oh and so geez. I'm like, dude, probably Steph has one too. So I could practice par threes every night before I go to bed. I might be a baller too. But anyway, you know. You've got potential. Oh, perfect segue <laughs> to what we're going to be talking about today. I was thinking about this idea or, or this thing that everybody says, God-given potential. Yeah. And we were talking about it before the episode that, like, if you're described with, oh, man, he's got so much potential, that's never really what you want to hear. No. Right? It's because the people say that because you haven't realized it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about different agents starting their real estate career. Oh, he's got so much potential. Okay, well, it's because they just started. Yeah. Or a rookie. You know, okay, they just started, so they've got so much potential. But, man, you've been doing what you're doing for a while, and they mm-hmm. say, oh, he had so much potential uh-huh. in the past tense. That's where it gets a little yeah. sketchy. I've said this term numerous times to, like, mess with people, yeah. like, that are actually really good. Yeah. yeah. I've said it to pastors before that I pray. I was like, good prayer, man. You, got, you have potential. Oh, that's good. I'm glad <laughs> it to use signifies, that. hey, man, like you're not there yet, but you could get there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I get it. And, and so this episode, what it's all going to be about is we're talking about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Is that, like, you have God-given potential, and in my opinion, it's – for us to be a good steward of what God has given us, we need to reach it. 
Yep. We need to do everything we can not to just be this, oh, man, if only he would have hit his potential or yeah. if only she would have hit his potential. No, it's God-given potential given to us from the Lord. And so this really has come out of a lot of conversations that I've had with other folks that are talking about growing and getting better. Mm -hmm. Some of them in their spiritual life, some of them in their business, or some of them with their family. Right. But whatever it is, growth only occurs when we get uncomfortable. Yep. Comfortability and growth do not exist mm -hmm. together. No. Right. And, and, and when I start to like the filter in my mind, when I think about whether something is going to grow me or not is if it's going to challenge me. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, somebody has a new challenge to say, Hey, look, well, you need to get up every morning and, and get into your word. It's like, oh, well, I can't already do that. So it's like, right. not like a new challenge, but yeah. if somebody was like, you're going to get up every morning and run a mile, your boy doesn't run. Yeah. Right. Like uh -huh. I work out, but like, a big dude I don't like to run and so that would be a big challenge for me right because it's uncomfortable for me so we just have to consider if we're totally comfortable are we growing yeah so. yeah we've uh on our team we do some challenges sometimes yeah. of like a monthly challenge of hey who, who can have the, set the most appointments or have the most conversations and like yeah you should be doing those things anyway but when right. you set the challenge and you know, like there's a little more skin in the game. Yes. You know, that, that forces a little discomfort, it especially does. when people can, we, we track it. Like we have a little, people can go and look and see who's winning and who's Ooh, losing. Like that. So, uh, but it, it does challenge and it makes you a little uncomfortable. But, you know, like you say, if you're met with a challenge, you're going to grow from it. Exactly. Yeah, ideally, you're going to grow from it. You if should. You, if you take it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of correlations with this episode to last episode. Yeah. If you haven't checked out last episode on change, please do. Yeah, they build um, off of each other. They do build off of each other. This is taking it a step further. Um, but, you know, overall, I, I know that uh, as a human, our brains are attracted to pleasure, right? right? We don't want to go do something that makes us uncomfortable or gives right. us any sort of pain. So we're attracted to that, right? We right. not only are attracted, we seek it. Yeah. Um, so, and that's both physical and emotional. Yes. All these different aspects. I was giving Brandon the uh, analogy, you know, some people, when you make to-do lists, especially, maybe I'm just talking about myself. No, you're not. When you make a to-do list, you know, you've got a various items of, of difficulty or of length of time but I find myself so often like, oh, that one's pretty easy. Let me just check that one off, right? I'll check this one off just because it makes me feel more accomplished. Right, I got that done. Yeah, and if I knock off four items that are easy, I feel a little more accomplished, but I really haven't done the things that, that grow me, that yes. are a little more challenging. Yes. Um, so when you step, step out of your comfort zone and you do ha like head those things on, right. uh, it allows you to break free from those, those pleasure-seeking comfort yeah. zones. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's... You know, and you may be asking yourself, like, are we just totally saying you can't be comfortable, you can't relax, yeah. you can't chill? No. I mean, uh, there's a time and a place for it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing more that I love. Courtney and I are back on the office. And so at the end of the night, sitting back and watching the office with her. But we just got to make sure that we're not falling into these comfort zones in every area of our life. Right. right? You're like asking, well, why can't I just stick and, and just keep doing what I'm good at and avoid discomfort altogether? Right. That's That's not... The no. meaning of life is just totally avoiding discomfort because discomfort oftentimes is a sign of progress. Right. So if you don't have any discomfort, you're not progressing, you're not changing, you're not growing. And when we're getting a little dis when we're getting a little uncomfortable, that shows that we're pushing our boundaries. Yeah. We're expanding ourselves, we're stretching ourselves. And I've said it in previous episodes, but it really applies here that each season requires more of us than the past. Yeah. If we're growing. That like when you graduate high school and go to college, mm -hmm. college is more demanding, yeah, right? Because it's a new challenge. When you get out of college, the real world, if you will, yeah. 
is a lot more demanding than what college required of you. When you have kids, when you get married, each new season, the promotion that you're looking for, right? Like, unless you're going backwards, the next season is always going to require more of you from the past than the past. So you have to seek out those uncomfortable things mm -hmm. so that you can grow. Yeah, and to give you a little spoiler, uh, the more you embrace discomfort, those discomfort, those uncomfortable things start to become more comfortable. That's good. You know? It does. It does. Because then you're like, you're, re you're rewiring your thinking, not to just run away yeah. from discomfort. Uh -huh. It's like, oh, well, maybe this is something that I need to grow in yeah. and stay here a little bit longer. Like how many things in life can you think of uh, that like you, you just didn't want to do, but now it just comes sec like you're just second nature. Easy. Exactly. Easy to do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've come up with some, uh, some reasons or some, uh, I guess benefits. Yeah, exactly. That's where you want to call it. Right. Um, pluses of embracing and, um, just getting comfortable with, and that's a term. So getting uncomfortable, being comfortable with being uncomfortable is a term that I feel like I've heard a lot. Sure. It's one of those that I feel like you can become a little numb to. Like, All right. I get it. But yeah, like, right. you know, it's one of those, you got to be reminded of it sometimes mm -hmm. of like, it, it, seriously, like if you want to grow, you need to embrace uh, and be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right, right. That you actually got to be okay with seeking out uncomfort. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, it's like, oh, so uncomfortable today. Things were hard. Things were tough. And it's like, well, is that kind of what you asked for? <laughs> like, yeah. like we talked about this in previous episodes where at the end, it was a couple of weeks ago where I had a day that like my phone call log was one of those ones you had to scroll yeah. through for a while. Uh -huh. And a lot of people were calling me, asking for help and different things like that. And I wanted to go into this, I just want comfort. Yep. I just want to relax. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, I asked for this. Yeah. I'm glad that they're calling me. Yeah. It's stretching me. It's challenging me. So, yeah. And yeah. the word you use, I think, is, uh, is pivotal is it's seek. Yeah. If you seek uncomfort, um, that, that goes a long way. Just like whenever it comes to you, yeah. you embrace it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. if you seek it, it works. But either way, got off the topic there. Well, not off topic, but uh, going into our, our, you know, list of things that, come about when you embrace it is uh number one discomfort is a powerful catalyst for growth right um what's your what's your turn your your line if you don't grow you, you die if you stay you're not going forward you're moving backwards, you backwards yeah you exactly. want to grow i think it's uh it's mm -hmm. everyone's desire to in some form grow whether it's business family um but when you have uncomfortable things they challenge us to adapt and evolve if you right. don't adapt and if you don't evolve you're not growing Right. Um, but when we're uncomfortable, you, you're forced to face your fears, right. your weaknesses. A lot of people don't want to go anywhere where they're going to look weak or they're going to be met with some sort of fear. But if you embrace, you know, being confronted with those things, you're going to evolve. You're going to have a deeper right. understanding of those. Right. Yeah. And I, it, discomfort obviously is a, is a catalyst for growth. And I was thinking about when we were preparing for this, uh, geez, several weeks or maybe a couple of months ago now, we did the one, does this 30-day 30 cha challenges yeah. hurt or help? Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, I found the more that I started thinking about this and what I've been doing recently is that we really don't grow just up and to the right. No. We're not at this, like if it's a chart, we're not at this just constant ascension of growth. Right. We really grow in spurts. Yeah. Right? And then there's seasons and times, and I think about like, that week uh, between Christmas and New Year's, like nobody's doing anything. Like right. that's my time where I'm just like flat uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> on the line of growth, right? right? Um, but there's seasons where I'm like, okay, for the next 21 days, this is what I'm going to commit to. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stretch myself. I'm going to grow. Because a lot of times when we do it in these increments or these spurts, what we should do if we're doing it for the right reasons is we rarely go back to that comfort. 
Yeah. Right. Ideally. Ideally. And, and so that's one of the things that like, it was a simple thing that I needed to implement, but it was like for saving money and for in the mornings, like it was the silliest thing, but I, my morning routine, I'd pop in racetrack, grab a couple energy drinks, grab a little bit of breakfast and head into the office. What and it was comfortable every single time. And I'm like, number one, why am I wasting this money? Right. It's comfort. It's comfortable. It's convenient. It's easy. It's like, we can put it in the Sam's pickup order, yeah. right? And it can just be at yeah. the house, and it can be ready, <laughs> and I can save the money and the time. Uh-huh. And so just by doing those things and stretching myself a little bit, or even silly things like this, like when I'm out riding around, hitting showings, doing appointments and stuff like that, mm-hmm. instead of pulling in the gas station, getting a drink, it's like, wait until I get home. Yeah. It, it's a silly thing, but I'm like stretching myself in these little mm-hmm. ways yeah. to be a little bit more comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I feel like it's improving me and myself. I feel like I'm, you know, growing and by challenging myself in that way. So what I hear you saying is you're about to start 75 hard. No. Okay. No, that's not the one that I want to go after. Gotcha. So I got a couple other things. That I'm nice. Do, but not that. Not is that. it caffeine related? No, not caffeine. A lot of it's been, you've inspired me about waking up early oh, and different nice. things like that. Yeah. But uh, but not not 75 hard. Yeah. So. But I, I agree with you. You know, when you're intentional with those days, uh, they're uncomfortable. For that time yeah. being, it's very uncomfortable. And ideally, you know you're you're facing it head on and when the time comes after those days you're going to be more comfortable doing them as a as a regular routine yeah yeah take the next step towards whatever goal you're trying to get well the second thing that i want to talk about is uh we we can't mistake confusion for discomfort um and and that may not make a little sense a lot of sense to you so let me explain it will listen it it will here momentarily (laughs) a lot of times um we feel like because we're confused or we Mm -hmm. lack clarity that, okay, that means I shouldn't be doing this. Right. But a lot of times, it, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Like we talked about in the previous episode. It's just change. It's just new. You're not going to know what it looks like. Yeah. Right? You're not going to know what it looks like when you change your behaviors after these next 21 days or this next three months or whatever it is. And so because you're confused and because you're unclear, you're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to keep doing what's comfortable. Right. And I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. No. It's okay to be a little confused, yeah. right? Lean into that, lean into that uncomfortableness because a lot of times that's growth. Like, you know, when we're doing new challenges, the next step sometimes is scary and it's unknown. And so it paralyzes us and we stay in our comfort zone. And, you know, I think about it from a spiritual sense. You know, we hear a lot that, and it's biblical, that the enemy is the author of confusion. Yeah, He's not the author of uncomfortable things. Like God is going to lead you into some things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Right, and you can't say, "Oh, well, no, nope, that's uncomfortable. I'm not going to do it." Is it uncomfortable? Is it confusing? Like right. we have to be able to identify between the two. And I'm thankful for like growing up. My parents challenged me mm-hmm. with things that I didn't know what to do. Right, like they just made me figure it out. Like I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was unclear of how it would go. But it wasn't so much that it was unclear and confusing. It was because it was new. It was right. because it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was more. It wasn't that confusion. It was that uncomfort. Yeah. Right? So we've got to be able to distinguish between the two. Like, I used to pick with my dad. Now I pick with my dad because he used to have me navigate everywhere we went, like on long road trips. Ooh. And this was before. The only thing you had was MapQuest. Did I say MapQuest yes. days? Yes. MapQuest. Yeah. And we'd go from, like, New Orleans to Gatlinburg. And he'd have me na- navigate. And now I see how bad my dad is at, at his sense of direction. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Dad, you had me navigate because you couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like 12 years old being like, Dad, turn on I-10. You know, Jokes it's like, on you. Yeah. But, and and no. even before that, though, we had a little 
bunny business. Brandon's bunny business. Brandon's bunny business. And so we were raising bunnies in the backyard. And he would make me, and I hated it because it was so uncomfortable. I didn't know what to say. But he would make me call the other pet stores Uh, to sell our bunnies to. Yeah. Right? And so, like, I was, even then, Dad was training me not to run away from challenges. Right. But to face them. Yeah. Even when they're uncomfortable. Something that small made such an impact. Because, I mean, sure now you're like, you have no problem calling. Right. And even, like, silly stuff. I remember on those same road trips, like, we're getting, Dad always wanted to stop at a Cracker Barrel. And so, it's like. (laughs) Your dad's awesome. Yeah, he's the best. (laughs) He's like, call and see if Cracker Barrel's open or what. I'm like, Dad, I don't want to call. Yeah. You know? And he's like, call him. You know, and it's like those things just stretching me, growing me. I'm so thankful for that. Shout out to to my wife. She's still like that. She doesn't like to call. Sometimes when she calls the place to see if they're open, she'll call. And when they answer, she just hangs up. She's like, they're open. It's too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But I get it. They're 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 closing in five minutes, Uh Brandy. No, that's funny. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. So, and then the next point is in this, uh, not my dad, but LSU championship winning head baseball coach, Jay Johnson said this. He said, don't accept in winning what you wouldn't tolerate in losses. Mm. I love that. Like, don't accept in winning what you wouldn't tolerate when you lose. And so, you know, basically the point is, is just doing good and getting the win can be the enemy of great. Yeah. So just because you're doing okay, just because you're hashtag winning, Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Didn't he say that? I I think think. so. Yeah, Yeah, winning. Just because you're winning in some small ways – don't stop looking for areas of uncomfort to grow. Yeah. Right? You're like, okay, I'm doing good. My business is fine. My family is fine. My spiritual life is fine. It's fine. Yeah. And so I'm not going to tolerate the things that I'm even doing, or I am going to tolerate the things that I'm doing poorly because I'm doing better than them. Yeah. Or I'm doing okay. What Jay Johnson was saying here is even when we win, we look at what we did wrong right. so that we can still improve those yeah. things. Even just because the final score was we yeah. won. Being fine and, and just getting by is not the standard. That's the standard right. Should always be growth and how do you improve? Apathy kills. Yes. Apathy is the acceptance of the unacceptable. And I think about like you've got kind of two different people where like you walk around the house and it's like oh well you know we have kids whatever it'll just be junked up and trashed up all the time. It's like mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I mean, the playroom may get a little dirty every mm-hmm. once in a while again, but it's like, no, we're not going to be apathetic about everything. Right. We're going to fix it. We're yeah. going to improve it. Something's broke. Let's fix it. You know, we have to ask ourselves, what is acceptable in your life? Right. What's not? And what you don't address within yourself, well, then you're allowing it, you're allowing yourself to live with it. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, your quality of life, your standard, whatever, it, it's because of you. Yeah. Of you. That's an incredible quote. Don't accept in winning what you wouldn't tolerate in losing. Jay Johnson. Love it. Brought Shout it through. Jay, friend yeah. of the show. He, we're going to try to get him on the show. That'd be tight. Uh, going on to the next one, a self-diagnose where you feel stuck and unfulfilled. So it's not up to anybody else to figure out what that is for you. You it's have good. to self-diagnose. Uh, and it can be a lot of things. It can be your family, your career, your relationships, your parenting, right? Um, <laughs> just personal Big. development. It's really up to you to self-diagnose those things to see where you need to kind of, you know, step. It doesn't have to be a big step. You know, you can always just do a little, little step into the, the uncomfortable, but nothing changes unless something changes. It sounds like, right, did you say it right? Yes. Yeah. Nothing changes unless something changes, right? Right. right. So whether it's a, uh, a 30-day challenge, whether it's just small, achievable things, you know, you, it's, it's easy for someone to say, I want to do this really big thing and, and be uncomfortable with it. Right. Is it realistic and sustainable? So like we've talked about in the prior episode of the 30-day challenges, set those small achievable goals that challenge you 
That's the key. Yeah. They have to challenge you. It can't be these little easy, uh, knocking these easy things off your to-do list, but things that are challengeable and put you out of your comfort zone uh, and the areas that you're struggling in. Again, up to you to figure out what those areas are. Um, and then you got to celebrate the progress along the way because to. it's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's a win when you achieve it and you're like, all right, that wasn't that bad. Or I, at least it, I, it, it was not fun, but I achieved it. Yeah. Celebrate that because that gives you the fuel to go on to the, to keep going. the next one. Exactly. That's so huge by self-diagnosing because, mm-hmm. like you said, if it's going to be, it's up to me, right? Yes. Like you, you have to make it happen yourself. I think one of the biggest things when people talk about growing and changing and stuff is they always attach their growth to somebody else. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, when I do get that promotion or – when I do graduate or when I do get this career or when I do get married, it's like, man, if you're going to grow, it's up to you. Yeah. Right. Like we can't take, we've talked about victim mentality before. Like mm. you can't take this victim mentality where it's about everybody else. And if, if I would have had this break or if I would have been born into that family, then I would have made it. Now you got to self-diagnose the areas you feel stuck and unfulfilled right. and change something about it. Yeah. And then this is a big one to start closing with this is that you have to invite people to have real authentic accountability in your life. You have to be able to look somebody in the eye and say, Hey, look, you're my boy. You're my girl. I need you to be able to, you have full access into my life that if you see me stepping, you see me complaining and whining about something that I've got control over Mm -hmm. to check me. You know, like to, it's hard to to tell me it's tough, you know, because when they do actually call you out on it, you're like, well, I don't know. I didn't really think you'd do it. Like, no, that's the goal. Of you it. gave me that permission too. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, for those of us who are married, uh, <laughs> you know, some of us more than others, but me and Courtney, Courtney will call me on my yeah. crap quite a bit. Marriage is like, it's the unspoken accountability it is. thing, right? You it gotta, is. you gotta let each other know, uh, but it can be, yeah, you get tread lightly. This isn't a marriage. Uh, it's not a marriage counseling <laughs> deal. And, and yeah, but even in marriage, like even Courtney would tell me everything and anything and, and tell me ways I need to prove, but there's some things where, She's like, probably somebody else is going to have to tell them this one. You know, because yeah. it's different uh-huh. when you hear it from your spouse. Yeah. Uh, where it would be different from when I hear it from my dad or mm-hmm. a friend. Yeah, because there's things that, like, you know, Brandy or, or I will be going and, and, like, venting about something or just kind of sharing what we're, what we're going through. I'll say something. It doesn't quite, like, hit, resonate. Yeah. She'll go talk to, like, a mentor of hers, someone she looks up to, and they'll say almost the exact same thing. And she'll tell me, I'm like, and she's like, it made so much sense. And I was like, hold up. Where did you hear that? I, I, I said that. What are you talking about? Yes. But again, it's like you're <laughs> it's right. All it, it's all about it's all about the voice and the source that you hear from. Yes. Yeah. So we have to be real about telling people that they have that type of access. Yeah. Like, and, and it's crazy. A lot of times, the people um, that can call you on the things, it's usually what you complain about the most. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that you feel like we talked about before, where you feel stuck and unfulfilled. Yeah. And they can kind of be like, "Hey, bro," like. Well, what are you doing about it? Yeah. Or have you tried doing this about it? So having that type of access with people is paramount. It's so, so important. It's clutch. So it's important. Clutch. Yeah. So, you know, I think we, we like to usually leave you guys with something to take away, to, to consider yourself. And so what I want you to ask yourself is what have you allowed? What has become acceptable? Self-diagnose those areas where you yeah. feel stuck and unfulfilled. And, and what are you going to do about it? Are you going to lean into the uncomfortable are you just going to say, I'm just going to wait for somebody else to change it? You're going to be waiting you know. a long time. I think you know the answer here, people. I think so, too. <laughs> I think we talked about it. This episode, if you want to just sum it up, I don't know if we're going to make this a title, but no pain, no, ba- no gain. <laughs> you got to say it again. No pain, 
<laughs> no gain, bro. That's it. No pain, no gain, bro. Yeah, that's no. that's really how it could be summed up. But no, we have to lean into that uncomfort. Yes. Absolutely, and and to give you, uh, you know, we're we're doing that because this podcast is not the most comfortable. Or, no, it stretches it's getting, us. It's getting a little more comfortable. It's getting a lot more. Getting more comfortable. Yeah. So that being said, this was our thirtieth episode, and yeah. uh, we've got some episodes under our belt. We've got some favorites that we like. Uh, honestly, it's hard not to say each one that we do is not like my new favorite because right. again, I think we're getting a little more comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but we're gonna list. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna do it. Our, our cameraman Cam will figure it out. But uh, just some of our past episodes that we just really. We also talk about them in, in our episodes, like reverting back to them. But we'll list them here for you so you can get a feel and go listen again. But uh, it's been a great 30 episodes. We're excited to keep bringing you more. As always, we want to hear feedback. Uh, we want to hear what you want to talk about because we don't. We you know we want this to be valuable to you. So um, thanks for watching on YouTube because we know you're there, right? <laughs> thanks for listening, um, and we can't wait to bring you the next episode. See you then.